Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordy. And we are on uh, the air. Yes. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, each and every one of you, to the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, the original duo, none other than Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. Sweet. And we back, baby. And we back. Let's go. We, we, we in here. I am. Who misses me? So Who I misses do. Me? I miss you, Justin. You know it, baby. You I, know it. I'm so excited. This is your first show of the new yes. year. That's Very right. Yes, I, I missed you guys last week, man. Sorry, you sorry, did. sorry. Had missed some with some travel plans. And now the Burls is off traveling. Oh. Come on, Dude, he is. Man. I'm the you know, we're we're busy now. I'm the only loser that doesn't have anything going on. Well. <laughs> Welcome to the show, though. We have a fantastic show. Yes! I'm very excited. We have, as always, music from none other than Sun Dried Vibes. Sadly, Mr. Zach Fowler, a very busy man, um, he didn't have time to come on the show. But it's all right. It's all no right. Worries. We're going to try to plug him in to a future show. We're going to try to get him on the show because he is a very entertaining guest. But no worries. No worries. We will have a fantastic show. The duo back on. Uh, Justin, lovely weather in Jacksonville this past weekend. Am I right? Word. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, can't, I couldn't complain about it. Yeah, 70s. In the, in the 70s. 70s and, then, like, and sunny. Know. It was nice. Um, it was just mellow, very mellow. Uh, in the rest of the country, not so much. Nope. No, I heard, yeah. Yeah, no, this past weekend, like half the country got rocked by a giant winter storm. Wait, what? Yeah, my... uh. A coworker of mine, she, her family lives in Missouri, and they got like nine. She said they got nine inches of snow on Saturday. Ew. Yeah, yeah, I saw it during the Kansas City game. Then I saw yeah. it again during the Patriots game. Crazy man, ice, snow, is crazy. I know, ice, ice baby. I know most of this because I was cruising through the old TV channels, and I came across the storm. On the weather channel. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but I found out, Justin, this this is no average storm. Word. No, no. Okay. No, you want to know how I know it wasn't just your average storm? Why? Because they gave it a name. Say what? That's oh, right. that's right. I, don't, I forgot the name, though. That's right. This winter storm was named Gia. Wow. Mama Gia. Storm Gia. That's right. Mama Gia. It's a winter storm. Mama. Really? Yeah, that's right. I took Mama Mia and I switched it to Gia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But apparently the Weather Channel, though, they decided to start naming winter storms six years ago. So true. And I've, I've got to say... It, it's pretty dumb. That's a fact. They're it's, trying to get on that hurricane hype train. It is, man. It, but I get hurricanes. Huge wind totals, the affecting a concentrated area, immediate deadly impact. That makes sense. 
naming some snow seems like a bit of a reach. And so I, I, I Googled it for the research for this show. There are three dudes that decide to name these storms. Literally, three dudes. Hmm. You've got Tom Nizal, you've got Stu Ostro, and you've got John Erdman. Those are some weird names. Yeah, yeah. So these guys literally sit around and say, you you think we should name this one? (laughs) Your, Your call, man. So you got Stu Panzi, you've got Tomalama Ding Dong, and John. John doesn't have a nickname. Just it's a hard. Dis- just a disclaimer, I'm guessing on all those nicknames. Could not be Tomalama Ding Dong. Word. I don't know. Um, I, can, I can dig it. Okay, good. These fellas are sitting around the table, and John's like, hey, there's a, he- a storm headed toward the northeast. Hmm. And Tom's like, for real, bro? And Stu's like... Totally. Mm. Then John's like, should we name it? Mm. Stu's like, yeah, we should. Tom's like, I've got it. Gia. It's like the Kia I drive, but with a G. (laughs) Right? That's how that works. That's exactly how it works. And I feel like, though, really, if this is the way that it goes down, these three guys are naming storms. I feel like they should spice it up. I feel like why why can't the Weather Channel just make some ridiculous names? Yeah. Like I mean, just think if you switched it over to the Weather Channel and you heard the following: This weekend, Sir McSnowblow the Third is developing over the Gulf. What? And will de- deliver at least a foot of snow on the East Coast. This total could cause a lot of power outages, perhaps even higher than last month's storm, Ice the Queen of Ice. Wait, what? Right? How awesome would those names be instead of Gia? Blam. I like it. I like it. Put some creativity on it. Don't be afraid. That's what what you do to this show, Justin. You bring creativity. And speaking of things that aren't that important and probably shouldn't be named... I think it's time to start the Doc G Show. Let's do it, baby. Let's Let, do it. Let's fire it up. Let's fire it up. Lego. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Okay, Justin, you are riding solo in the birthday suit game. Are you it's ready? It's cool with me, man. It's cool with me. Let's that, do it, man. This is your best. You you are the best at birthday suit. I have not Thank met. You. I have not met your equal yet. Um, born, Dave's pretty good too. I man, think I, I think I just get to the uh, the punch faster than him. Let's be honest. You you know birthday suits. He knows. Stop faking the funk. That's uh-huh. what you guys do. He knows uh, real headlines. Exactly. Happy birthday. Born on January 16, 1969 in Pensacola, Florida. Hmm. That's right. Yes, sir. Okay. From a young age, our birthday suit wearer liked boxing, but his father did more. His father trained him in boxing, and a lot of people called what his dad did 
not training, but abuse. Wow. However, in 1984, our birthday suit wearer won the Junior Olympics at 119 pounds. After winning that, he went on to the 1987 Golden Gloves and uh, at 156 pounds, and he ended his amateur career at 121 and 13. That's right. Former heavyweight champion George Foreman said of our birthday suit where he hits like a heavyweight and moves like a lightweight. Say what? He fought professionally from 1989 to 2018. He won championships in four different weight classes. Middleweight, super middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight. He is huh. the only former middleweight to win a heavyweight title. He's known for being, pound for pound, the best fighter. He was sponsored by the Jordan Company, and he actually played himself in the most recent Creed Two. Hmm. Oh, okay. And he also had a oh. rapping career. Name oh. that birthday suit wearer. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, I think I know because the only famous middleweight that you, I think, everybody and anybody that knows boxing watches boxing uh, should know. Is uh, Roy Jones? Boom! There is it. it it's is. Roy Jones. Roy you know Jones what? Jr. Funny yes. story. Uh, yeah. Well, not funny story. Funny moment. Uh, the other day, I just came across his uh, fight with James Tony. Oh man! On that's YouTube, a good... I, I I fell in that that uh, that uh, rabbit hole of, so true. of videos. Classic fight, man. That's a yeah, classic man. James fight Tony right was 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 talking a lot of smack, man. Then Roy, Roy Jones beat him unanimous, unanimously, right? Yeah, That's man. Right. I mean, yeah. to, to me, it's crazy. To me, I mean, to go from middleweight to heavyweight. That's a crazy. lot of muscle and body weight you're putting on and oh, going yeah. up and try, and performing at the same level is like amazing. Oh, awesome. yeah, man. And, I mean, he was... Yeah, yeah, listeners, if you are not boxing uh, watchers, go on YouTube and watch some of his highlights because that dude was faster than any fighter I have seen as far as reacting to their opponent. Word. Yeah. Like, he could just... And he, like, literally, his defense was watching their punches come and he would just move out of the way. Like, that's, like, uh, crazy. Crazy. He's but fast and powerful. Turning the big 5-0, man. What? The yeah, big 5-0. Happy birthday to Mr. Roy Jones uh, Jr. Yes, sir. Now he's doing analyst stuff, right? He is. He is. And he has dual citizenship for Russia. Wait, what? What? Yeah, I, I didn't even know. Neither did I. I don't really know why he has For that. what reason? I don't know. I should have looked what? into that, but I had many other things to research, so I didn't oh, take okay. the time. But you of know course, what? Listeners, course. I promise I'll bring the answer next time. I'm jotting it down on a notepad right now. I'll so remind I'm doing you. it. Okay, there we go. I've got it down. Justin, are you ready to rip some headlines? I want to rip it with my bare hands. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Yes. Yes. By the way, did you hear those new intros to the segments? They're nice. We've got dude, new intros. You're always killing it, dude. 
I'm trying. I'm always trying to stay one he- ahead of our uh, one step ahead of our competition, man. Uh, one head a step of our competition. I don't know who our competition is, but we'll say we're beating them, whoever they are. Uh, Anyone we know, and everyone. We know that's not true, but it's fine. Um, Justin, it's been a while since we went out to Wichita. You remember about Wichita? Wait, what? Wichita. Yeah, Wichita. That's how we pronounce it, Wichita. That's how you. Okay, that's what I thought you were you were if, referring to. If listeners are confused with that pronunciation, I will direct them to the March fourteenth show, two thousand eighteen. Uh, that's also the show where Justin gets angry about Dave asking if people can throw peanuts on the floor at Texas Roadhouse. Word. It's so funny. Yes, I went back and listened to it because you were you you got you were like you you can. You can. You don't have to. And I was like, man, Justin's sticking up for the roadhouse. Seriously, don't have man. To clean extra I'm peanuts. walking through there. I'm walking through there. Wow. Uh, this, they need room for their dance floor. Yes! <laughs> this current this current occurrence happened in Wichita Falls, Texas, actually. Oh so, shit. So we're dude. not in we're not in Kansas. We're not But we're, we're in Wichita Falls. Yeah, we're in Wichita Falls. Uh, there was something that occurred at the Walmart in Wichita Falls, Texas. Uh, Always something happening at a Walmart. For listeners that would like to know my thoughts on Walmart, I will direct you to the April 19th, 2017 show, Hmm. although I will give you a synopsis right now. They're horrible. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Justin, in Wichita Falls... Wichita, baby. The police were called because of a disturbance in the parking lot. That's okay. right. So when officers arrived, the employees uh, told the officers that there was a woman that had been riding around the parking lot from 6.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. in a motorized electric cart and disturbing traffic. Word. Wow. And she was drinking wine. Hmm. Wait for it. From a Pringles can. Oh, what? The police actually hunted her down at a restaurant beside the Walmart. So, a couple things to unpack here. First, let's go to the wine. Um, why would you put it in a Pringles? That That's literally the weirdest thing she could have chosen. Yes! Like so she, it wouldn't look like she was drinking wine, of course. I mean, come on. She, she could have chose a motor oil can, and it would have looked more sane than a Pringles can. That's a fact. That's like, scary. And I wonder if she went with a flavor, hmm. if it was Cheesum's flavor, or if it was just straight-up original Pringles. I don't know. I like uh, oh. the green one. The, fri- uh, the Sour the cream onion? and onion. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I don't know if you're... Are you a fan? Oh, man, I'll eat any Pringles. Yes! I'm, oh, I right. mean, I, I've, it, I've got such a chubby little kid inside of me, I'll Wait, eat what? any type of Pringles. You me give them. Me too. Uh, second, what restaurant did this lady just go into? Hmm. And how did this restaurant not have any problems with this lady? Like, did she just <laughs> go on patrol for three hours in the Walmart parking lot getting crunk on Pringles booze and then was like, okay, time to fuel up at this Denny's and act like a respectable human <laughs> being? Wait, what? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> it's so weird. Justin, 
Yes. Uh, are you ready for an actual headline? Word. Uh, come on, yeah, come on. I'm, All just, the time. I'm just dropping the actual headline on you. Here we go. Ex-WWE star hits back at critics after shoving tampon down opponent's throat during match. Ew. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read the story, so weird. I can't tell you weird. any more. Very, very weird. But I got to be honest, I don't want to go to a WWE match if that's what's going on there. Nope. I'm I'm okay. Maybe if it was the opponent's nose and it was bleeding profusely, I could see that. That yeah, might man, that would be uh I've seen that I've seen smart. that in a basketball game before. That's so, you know. Super absorbent. Exactly. I wouldn't know, but I mean, I've yeah, heard I've things. heard I've heard things. Justin have yes. you watched the Bird Box? The the yes, okay. I did. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't as a, uh, I wasn't as hype as everybody else about it. But oh. I mean, it was all right. Mm. Folks are excited, man. For folks that don't know, uh, it's one of the seventeen thousand post apocalyptic movies out there. That's a fact. Um, people seem to be huge fans of these type of movies. So true. Uh -huh. I mean, I I don't really like what's going on in the world prior to the apocalypse so i don't need to see a post-apocalypse to know that it'd be even worse but you know that's just me um but anyways so people really as you said jazzed about this right so they very very much so they've started bird box challenges hmm. and yeah uh, this is dangerous i've seen this man don't do that come this, on now this is blindfolding yourself to do different daily tasks because in the movie you will see something and i uh, spoiler alert if you want to watch it you haven't watched it turn away turn it off or fast forward to the next section of the uh, podcast but uh, in the uh, bird box she they're, they're aliens that if you see them you will commit suicide right yeah um, it's some kind of like entity that no like you can't see phys like visually but right. when you look at it it's yeah it causes you to commit suicide so people hmm. have been trying to do different things in their daily life um with a blindfold on why i have no idea nope. um but apparently a 17 year old girl in utah decided i better try this challenge and you know what what better time to try it than while driving let's Come do this on, thing. dude so what she, are you doing idiots she was driving her car and she just pulled down her beanie that she was wearing over her eyes. Wow. Not surprisingly at all, she ran into a truck going 35 miles per hour. Mm, you're so ignorant. Luckily, no one was hurt. But you know what? After this, Portland, Maine police, they jumped on, uh, they jumped on and tweeted saying, let's talk bird box challenge. Yeah! Don't do it. Nope. Don't <laughs> think... Don't think about doing it. Nope. Watch, Seriously. Watch the movie. Be happy that's not your reality. But please don't blind yourself to relate. Especially not while driving. People Most just of need us, a excuse to be stupid sometimes, you know? Well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing with me. Uh, as soon as I hear it's a quote-unquote challenge, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to end well. Nope. 
This is, I mean, like the Tide Pod Challenge. That's yeah, what I was thinking of. Not gonna end well. Nope. Not a good thing, man. I've got to say, I'm definitely with the cops on this one. Definitely with the cops. Yes! Uh, Justin, it's been a while since we've been down to uh, P- Pinellas County. Pinellas. Pinellas. Yes. Near the, near Tampa. This is a solid story from said county. Finally. Um, so, 40 year old Wesley Scott, he was arrested on an outstanding warrant for drug possession. That's not really a great story, but wait, it's coming. Uh, so when the cops pulled him over, they asked him the usual cop questions. They were like, hey, do you have anything illegal on you? Wes came right back and said, nope, definitely not. They patted him down, everything cleared out. Then they hmm. took him to jail where they strip searched him. That's when the officers noticed that he had three syringes in his rectum. Wait, what? The needle was like it was injected in, or like it was hidden in his rectum. Three syringes hidden in his rectum. Ew! I oh really, God. really, really hope these were cap syringes. That's a fact. It's gonna <laughs> be a world record or something. So true. So once they found these syringes, they said, um, "Hey, Wes, hmm. where these uh, syringes come from?" And Wes said, y- "You know." I'm not I'm not sure. Word. And they said <laughs> you you don't know where syringes in your own rectum came from. And he said, Yeah, n- no idea. In fact You should have told him I eat syringes and <laughs> I mean I was I needed to go p- I don't even he said, in fact, I don't even know where these came from or whose they are. Girl, come on. So the police said, uh <laughs> Okay. Um We're gonna still have to arrest you. I'm gonna be honest. Wes, that's a hard sell. It's a real, real hard sell to tell them that, that yes! you didn't know whose syringes these are. Uh, it's not many times that somebody can put something up in your rectum without you not knowing about hmm. it. going to be honest. That's that's a hard one to sell, Wes. Hard one to sell. Wes was charged with uh, introducing contraband into the correctional facility and held on a $5,000 bond. Uh, That's a pretty penny. That's a pretty penny. Uh, Justin, we are sticking in Florida. Yes. Um, Okay. A Florida man is in jail for trying to kill his neighbors with kindness. Word. Intriguing, right? Intriguing. Oh, I saw this article. Okay. Well. Let them know. In Milton, Florida, Brian Stewart was causing a ruckus at his house. Lots of noise going on. Uh, two of his neighbors heard a bunch of banging, yelling, uh, and this was going on from noon until 11 p.m. Jeez. So 11 hours of ruckus. And the uh, neighbors finally said, you know what? We're, we're going to have to say something. So as the neighbors <laughs> were walking up to the door, they heard Stewart say, well, I'll just have to kill them with kindness. What? They were concerned because they knew that a uh, uh, lady and a, uh, a child also lived in this uh, house. So they were like, well, at a minimum, we got to at least, you know, um, tell them to keep it down and maybe, uh, you know, be sane. Uh, Mr. Stewart apparently answered the door with a machete. Jeez. Uh, he then tried to slash one of the neighbors, hitting the neighbor Jeez. with the machete. 
The God. Na- the neighbors ran, called the police. When the police came to the scene, they had to taser Mr. Stewart to get him to comply. They took his machete. Then they noted that the machete had kindness etched into the blade. Hmm. Yes, dude. That's really, really smart. That's like that one joke... Uh, a road the cowboy rode into a town on friday and then the horse's name is friday yeah it's so good yeah i'm gonna say it's good but it's bad it's good but it's most likely not gonna get you off the hook in court (laughs) You, you can't explain to them that you named your knife kindness so it doesn't count nope no 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 right no 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 i called it kindness so right Right? Girl, come on. Also, your victims aren't going to think you're any more witty for that when you try to murder them. So just so true. Exactly. Just an FYI. Uh, Justin. Hmm. Yo. Now, I normally ask Dave this, but let me ask you something. On the show, Wait, what have we learned about shooting your relatives? It's not a good thing. There it Don't is. Don't do it, people. Now, Please. So true. What have we learned about shooting your roommates? I think same goes for same sh- goes. shooting anyone. Same so goes, man. And you missed it. Last week, we had a fantastic story about trying to shoot Taco Bell employees. Wait, what? Don't do it. Don't do it. All correct. So true. Well, we're going to move on now to another lesson in things you don't shoot. Hmm. Yes. So, All right. So, Keenan Wallace... Ken, uh, either Kenan or Keenan. There's not two E's, so I'm guessing Kenan. I don't know. No, there are two E's. I'm sorry. I misspelled on the first one. Keenan Wallace of the Faulkner County Sheriff's Department was called out to Shiloh Estate Subdivision in uh, Arkansas. Yes. Hmm. Uh, okay. He was called out because of an aggressive dog situation. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Uh When Keenan Wallace showed up, the owners, because this is 2019, started filming the situation. Yeah. Of course, of course. Officer Wallace starts talking to him uh, about their dog and how he's got complaints, and he's telling them about both dogs. Meanwhile, there's a small chihuahua uh, barking at his feet. Hmm. Reese's. The dog is Reese's. <laughs> Reese's. Um, That's funny. Okay, cool, cool. Officer, do- Officer Wallace then tells the owner to restrain the dog twice. Dog's not attacking him, just barking at him. Being a chihuahua, mm-hmm. running around him, barking a lot. Uh, then Officer Wallace casually pulls out his gun and shoots Reese's in the face. Wow. <gasps> yeah. And then in the in the video, oh he casually says, "I warned you." Jeez. What? Oh. What? No way. Now, now, are you ready for the juiciest nugget of this story? Hmm. What? That wasn't it. Officer Wallace is part of the canine unit for this police department. Girl, come on. Oh what? my. No, what a bad representation of that of that unit. Yes. That guy's yes. So true. I'm gonna go ahead and say I am confident in this one as well. A chihuahua barking at your feet. Not a thing you should shoot. 
feel pretty confident saying that. So two things. Two things. Uh, Officer Wallace was fired. The end of Officer Wallace uh, on the police department. And good news. Reese's is alive and recovering. Oh, what? Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, Amazing. Uh, and uh, listeners, if you're feeling some kind of way, you, he does have a GoFundMe for his vet bills. So you Please. can you can go uh, fund Reese's vet bills. But Justin, we are going to take a break. We are going to hear from the Sun Dried Vibes right now with their cool, fantastic cool. song, Hopeful, off the most recent album, Stay Hopeful, right here. On the Doc G Show. I'm down, these. Control this 
reflection and forward progression Positive thoughts can teach us a lesson Discovered in the form of self-expression Best unveiled over a smoke session Self-reflection and forward progression Positive thoughts can teach us a lesson Discovered in the form of self-expression I close my eyes and leave
95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. You know where we're out of, folks. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Justin. Oh, check out the podcast. Check it out. It's free. It's free for y'all to listen to. Give us some time. Yes! Give us anything. Anything that you want to listen to on Apple, you can listen on there. Tune in, Stitch, Mirin, all of those. You can go on our website, which I think is the easiest, www.docgshow.com. Also, www.thedocgshow.com. Either one will take you there. You can listen to all shows. 92 of them, man. Wow. 92 of them. You know what? All right, Justin, it's time. Shout outs. Are you ready? Where are we going? Shout out. Uh, first, Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. Shout out. Okay. Shout out. Shout out. Toluca, Mexico. Toluca. Toluca. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Are you ready? We're going across the pond. Mansoura, Egypt. Mansoura, Egypt. Wow. Yeah. Watch I, out for I, the mummies. I gotta be honest. I don't know how many mummies Mansoura has, but maybe a lot. Nope. Istanbul, Turkey. Ooh, okay. Is it Asian? Is it European? Who knows? Who knows? It's it's right there, man. Uh, Fera de Santana, Brazil. Fera de Santana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or. Orlando, right down from us. Orlando, All right, okay. Florida. Shout, Shout outs to Central Florida. Yes, indeed. Also, I didn't know this was a place, and now I feel dumb for not knowing. Sandwich, Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Sandwich, yes. Yes, you make me hungry, sandwich. I'm hungry. Houston, Texas. Shout okay. out. Okay, shout, Shout outs out to Houston. Shout How about this one? Merlot, Argentina. Ooh, Argentina. All right, last one. We're going to throw down with this one. Where are we going? Bogota, Colombia. Shout out. Shout outs to Bogota. And a little shout out that I connected with this past weekend. Shout out to Mike Friend. That's right. Yo, drop the sound bite, yo. That's it, man. He's coming back to Jacksonville. Gonna play Nighthawks on February 21st. He's gonna be on the show February 20th. So, listeners, Mike Friend. That's right. Yeah. Nice guy. Very excited, man. Coming back on the show. Gonna be a good time. But, Justin, are you ready? Of course. Birthday suit. Of course, baby. Of course. Now, this one. I would definitely rely on you. Hmm. I don't think Dave would get this one at all, but I'm hoping. I think you can get it. Okay. I think you can get it. Born on January 16, 1980, in New York City, New York. New Our birthday. York. Sorry. There it is. No, it's necessary. Okay. Our birthday suit wearer's parents are uh, one was a clinical psychologist, his mother, and his father a political advisor. Yes. 
political um, advisor, you said? A political advisor, yes. Okay. Growing up, our birthday suit wearer loved writing little songs or jingles, if you will. Hmm. Our birthday suit wearer went on to school at Wesleyan University, where he founded a hip-hop comedy troupe. What? I didn't know those were things. Nope. But he started a hip-hop comedy troupe uh, called Freestyle Love Supreme. Yeah. Okay. He ended up writing a musical, and it was his first musical that he actually performed. In the Heights was the name. He then wrote the musical of Bring It On. Hmm. His biggest project came in 2015 when he wrote Hamilton, an American musical. Whoa. Name that birthday suit wearer. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda. That is it. Lin-Manuel Miranda. I never watch Hamilton. I've heard great, great reviews. I, I mean, I'm not putting it down. I know it's going it to be. I know. I know it's too hype. Well, for that's you, the I thing. Think. It's too hype, man. They're just going and like all the the New York snobs, you know, on all oh, the shoot. shows. Oh, they're all like, mm, I, w- I went to Broadway. I'll watch. You have to see it. It's life changing. I'm like, listen. Hmm. I've seen like 30 documentaries on Hamilton. It's not going to change my life to see somebody rap about nope. it. Okay, I got it. Yeah. It's cool, but it's not going to change my life, all right? But anyways, he did do a good job. He came on the up and up. He's in MasterCard commercials now. Sweet. Good for he him. He is, man. He started out as a substitute teacher. That's what I saw in the commercial. He, he seems he seems passionate, man. Yeah. Like too passionate for me. You know, huh? like I feel like if I worked with him, he'd he'd be like, "You don't have what it takes," and I'd be like, "Yeah, I think you're right." Yes. Sorry, that's a fact. You know, I feel like so? that'd be yeah. I feel like it. He's just a passionate guy, we and just I think have you to need meet him. We'd have he's to meet gonna, him. Well, yeah, he seems like a nice guy though too. Yeah. But anyways, happy birthday to Lin Manuel Miranda. Let's do it, baby. The big the big four zero. Wow. Or no, three nine. Sorry, oh, three, three nine. nine. Close. D- d- too early. Too early. Close. Sorry. Jeez. Yes, close. Close, but no cigar. Uh, Justin, uh, around July, I came up with a segment uh, that was way overdue. That segment was why weddings suck. So true. Um, but Justin, as we remember, what happened to my karma due to that segment? Do you remember what happened? I actually do not. Hmm. My karma went bad. Yeah. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's it's soured like milk. It was bad. So I had to counterbalance with a segment known as things that don't suck. Yeah, now I rem- I, I know that segment, yes. Things that don't suck. A list of consisting of Paul Rudd and whatever the doc wants to say now. There it is. Justin, have you ever been to Bladen County, North Carolina? Hmm. No, no, I haven't. Not that I know of, at least. It's actually fairly close to Myrtle Beach. I think I might have driven through it at some point in my life. Maybe. Me too, maybe. Um, regardless, a couple weeks back, some prison inmates uh, were taken outside to do highway cleanup under roadside supervision. Word. Yeah. While they were cleaning the road up, their supervisor, James Smith, he started to suffer a severe medical condition. Yeah. Yeah. Fell on the ground, wasn't responding. 
Now, three of the inmates, Frank Edens Jr., Roy William Smith, and Rosinda Morales Sanchez, noticed this medical situation going down. Now, uh, you know, as as, uh, prison inmates are portrayed a lot of times... You would think they would see this and they would be like, sweet, and take let's get out of here. Yes, exactly. But no, no, Justin. They These three guys saw this and ran over to grab his phone and oh, called 911 awesome. immediately. That's awesome. And then wow. they flagged down traffic to get help. And these three inmates stayed with him until emergency units were able to start no caring way, for him. Hey, man. That's a fact. That's right. Uh, Roy William Smith, one of the inmates, he said, he's a good man. He's more than a police officer. He's more or less my friend. He's just a really good guy all the way around. And then Eden chimed in saying, at the end of the day, knowing he's okay, that just makes you feel better. Yes! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. All, yes! all three inmates were given special awards during a promotion ceremony. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. A big Doc G shout out to Roy William Smith, Rosinda Morales Sanchez, and Frank Edens Jr. That's awesome on multiple levels. Really? I mean, yes! I, I don't know what uh, they did. But I mean, a time reduction? Was that in the awards? Because I feel like that should be in the awards. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, depending I on what they it. did, how about that? <laughs> I may take it back if it was something horrific and I'm like, oh, yeah, Jesus, oh, whoa. Yeah. Come on. Yikes. Don't, don't jump the gun yet. But at the same time, like, come on. Come on. They could have taken advantage of that so easy. But yeah, they, did the, God, they, did the, they did the smart thing. They did the right thing. They did the, the humanitarian That's thing. That's what I call integrity. That's right. That is. That is integrity. Well, that is certainly a thing that does not suck. Hats off to you fellas nice, in nice. Bladen County. Hopefully you will get out and be part of society very soon. Um, Justin, today is January 16th. Do you have any idea why January 16th is an exciting day? Hmm, I actually don't. Um, well, aside from it also being a day that the Doc G Show is air. Yeah, um, of course that's a given though. It's also the day that the Chevrolet Corvette was introduced to the world 66 years ago. That's Your brother right. has one, right? Oh, he's a baller. Yes. That's a fact. He's, um, he's a baller. That's right. It was introduced at the General Motors Motorama <laughs> <laughs> in New York City. Sweet. That's wow. right. January 16th, 1953. So I thought we would celebrate by taking a couple hot takes of history about the Chevrolet Corvette. Oh, my God. Nice. That's yeah. right. HTH on the Ferrari. H-T-H. Hot, hot takes of history. There it is. Justin, the fastest Corvette in history is not actually the newest Corvette. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, we commonly measure the fastest uh, by two different things aside from the top speed. We measure it with the 0 to 60 time 
and the time in the quarter mile. Hmm. Okay. And all, although many models have come close to its figures, the fastest ever was the 68 LT2 Corvette. It did the 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. Say what? And oh the quarter mile in 10.86. No vet has ever matched these numbers. Wow. That's wow. Right. That's so that's interesting. How come very light, old one, very though. very light, very very light. That was that was the reason. H T H H T freaking H. Hot, hot, hot takes of history. Justin Zora Arkus Duntov. That's a name. That is Zora Artus Duntov. Uh, he's AKA the father of the Corvette. Word. Yeah. He was the uh, engineer that made Corvettes fast. Before okay. him, the Corvette wasn't really that fast. It looked nice, didn't go too fast. Nope. Um, fun fact about Zora, he was a Russian Jew that grew up in Germany. That's a fact. And what was living uh, in interesting take on life. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and uh, he was living in Paris when his wife had to outrun Nazis Wait, to Bordeaux in an MG while he hid uh, in a bordello. That's right. Wow. What's That's happening? right. His family had to outrun Nazis. Add it to the list. Nazis almost ruined Corvettes for us, too. Oh, come on. Jeez. Just another thing on the list that Nazis are bad for. Yes. They almost ruined our American dream car. Jeez. H-T-H. H-T-Friggin-H. takes of history. Justin, there is only one, count it, one 1983 Corvette that exists. Really? Wait, what? Really? Yes. Production was pushed back because of emissions compliance and retooling. Hmm. Huh. So, Chevrolet decided... That the next generation of Corvette was just going to be the 1984 model. So true. But they had already made 43 pilot cars for the 1983 model. All okay. but one have been destroyed. Yeah. The final, uh, the final 1983 Corvette almost got destroyed when a sinkhole started opening up beneath it in the museum that it was being displayed in. Word. No way. Luckily, it was saved, and the museum still has it on display. Only one. Only one 1983 Corvette. So if you hear somebody saying uh, they saw a 1983 Corvette the other day, and they don't say it was in a museum, be like, uh, no. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're, you're, uh, wrong. Sorry. You can be that ass, Justin. You can be oh. that <laughs> Uh, H-T-H. H-T-H. Hot, hot takes of history. Uh, Justin, a lot of cars from the same manufacturer tend to share parts. Hmm. Um, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The C5 Corvette, the, the fifth body styling Corvette, has the same door handles, the Exact same door handles as the Oldsmobile Aurora. Say what? Really? 
That's right. So if you are out there and you drive an Osmobile Aurora, you first are of all, pulling the same door as a Corvette. Exactly. You basically drive a Corvette. Yeah, the that's it, end. Right there. That's how you look at it. Yes! Case closed. So when somebody makes fun of you, because inevitably every day if you're driving an Osmobile Aurora, somebody's going to make fun of your car. That's a fact. You tell them, hey, <laughs> I'm driving a Corvette. That's right. You you shut up. I drive, I drive a Corvette. I drive a quarter of a Corvette. Exactly. Somewhere, roughly, a quarter Something or so. For that. I don't know. Hmm. HTH. HTH Aurora. <laughs> of history. Justin, fiberglass hmm. is what the outside of a Corvette is predominantly made of. The body, fiberglass. So true. Yes. But the original reason it was chosen over steel wasn't because they wanted to make it fast. It was simply because steel was very rare because it had to be rationed during the Second World War. So oh, they were true, like, true. Eh, we'll just go with fiberglass, right? And then they were like, you know what? People seem to like it. Let's keep it. So they just kept, just kept it after that. Yes! Uh, HTH. HTH. Steel was Let used for weapons. Wait, what? Hot takes of history. <laughs> Last one. This one doesn't have much to go off of. I just like it. The Mac Attack. Matthew McConaughey. Owns a blue C3 Corvette. Oh, the shit. end. HTH. That's right. I love Wait. it, man. All Everybody. Right, all right, all right. That's it. That is it. Those. He should be in Corvette commercials, not Lincoln commercials. Yeah. Those Lincoln commercials are weird. He directs those, I believe, though. And they're weird. If I had him on the show, I'd be like, bro. What were you doing with that last one? You were on a pool table, and like the ball just went around in some kind of crazy movement, and then you hopped in your Lincoln, and you were like, yeah, and just drive off. What is that? What he is... is a, he's a weird guy. I don't need a think piece, Mac Attack. Just uh, be sexy on piece. your Lincoln. Oh, shit. Come on. Oh, hey. Anyway. Yo. Justin, let's let's go ahead. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's hear a little bit more from the Sun Dried Vibes, man. That's right. Um, we're going to hear two great songs. We're going to hear I and I. It's It's got some vengeance in the I, I and I. I. Yeah. And then we're going to hear Planting Seeds. All planting right. Seeds. Let's Keep do it, locked baby. Here on the Doc G Show.
One more time, that was Sun-Dried Vibes. Give it up for the guys woo, from woo, South woo, Carolina. Woo, woo. Fantastic band right there. Love those guys. Uh, very in cahoots with two of our former uh, guests of Good Nature and Tropidelic. They're, they're good pals with both of those bands. Can't wait. Hopefully, we get Zach Fowler on the show very soon. But, Justin. Let's do it. Last birthday suit. Are you? Oh, you know I'm ready. I'm wa- I want to make three for three. Here we go. Our birthday suit wearer was born January 16th, 19. 19- 
85 in Audubon, New Jersey. Yeah. Audubon. There's an Audubon here in Jackson. Yes, there is. Our birthday suit wearer played football, baseball, and basketball at Audubon High School. Mm. And he was their starting quarterback. He was recruited mm. by Pittsburgh uh, to play football. He went to Pittsburgh, but was back up behind Tyler Palco. So he decided to transfer to Delaware. Hmm. Our birthday Sue Ware had a tremendous college career at Delaware yes! and was uh, uh, was drafted by the Baltimore Ravens in 2008 with the 18th overall pick. In 2012-2013 season, he led the Ravens to a Super Let's Bowl Let's go, title. man. I know who it is. Who is it? Joe freaking Flacco, dude. Mr. Uh, Flacco. Yes. Joe Flacco, man. Sadly, replaced by Lamar Jackson. I mean, not sadly. It's it's, it's good for Lamar. Somewhat sad, though, for Joe. And then there's always going to be that that uh, that argument with him, you know? Like, uh, was, was he ever elite? Yeah. You know? They're talking, though. They're talking. He may actually go to the Dolphins. I saw, the, I saw some talk about that. Yeah? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, if I was Joe and I got paid by the Ravens back in the day and I got a title and I could be going to Miami. Yeah, he's got everything. I'd be living he, it he up. Won already. I'd be Just do it, man. Just right off into the sunset. Go retire in, in Miami. That's what I would do. And the one place where the sunset is, is great to look it's at. Beautiful. You know? Beautiful. Well, Justin, my God. Do we have the shows coming up? Say what? My God. January 23rd, Casey Webb. So That's true. right. The Let's Travel it, Channel's dude. Man vs. Food, Casey Webb. I'm ready for him. I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about food challenges. I'm going to Yeah, I saw this in another interview. You're making me hungry. I saw in another interview, he said that he'd rather do a giant steak challenge over a giant pizza challenge. Wow. And I got I think I would too. I like steak, man. I love steak. I don't know. At like pounds worth of steak, I'd get nauseous. And pizza, but I, I could do like for days. The pizza. Okay, but what kind of pizza are we talking here though? Just, Just junior high. Straight up cheese? Junior high, pepperoni. Pepperoni and cheese. Okay, okay. I could See, I mean I I could do I it for know. days, man. If you make that you think so? if you make it the right, oh my gosh. I could True. that that little chubby kid's coming out in me again. My goodness! What? Uh, Let it come out. Let it run free. February sixth, we've got Kim Lenz, man. Kim Lenz. She's Kim Lenz. She's been burning it up since '98. Jeez. In the in the rockabilly genre, she's coming. I love it, rockabilly. Yeah, she's coming out with. Well, she's a rockabilly type of lady. Her 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 uh, mom was a rodeo queen. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. She's coming out with her uh, fifth album, Slowly Speeding. Sweet. A uh, little play on words there. Uh, Rolling Stone actually talked about it, and, and they uh, acquired her as a new country artist, you need to know. And I got to be honest, uh, if I was her, I'd be a little offended that they said I'm a new artist when I've been out for 21 years. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, hey guys, guys, check check the catalog. Guys, I've been doing this forever now, guys. Check the catalog. Come on now. I've been doing it almost as long as the Virgin Bat's been alive. Jesus. Yes! Um, February 13th, driving and crying. Speaking of, those guys have been jamming out basically as long as I've been alive, man. Girl, come on. They were oh, they were formed in '85. 
85, man. Tim Nilsson, who is their bassist, fantastic dude. Gonna come on, talk about classics like Fly Me Courageous, Honeysuckle Blues, playing with greats on tour like Neil Young. I mean, people that are literally in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, crazy. Oh, man. So true. Crazy, man. They're going to come on. They're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about all this stuff. I can't wait. February 13th. Mark it down. February 20th. That was that was Old Man by Neil Young. That was. Way, it's you... it's a good jam, man. It's a very okay, good just jam. Just making sure. I'm just making sure. February 20th. I, as I already mentioned, Mike Friend, he's coming on. But wait, that's, that's, that's not all that's going to be on February 20th show. No, 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 no. The Claude Fly Till I Die Lathan also going to be on yes! to talk about the then uh, All-Star game that happened that past weekend. Yes. Yes. Woo, woo, yes. woo. Very exciting. Very exciting. We've got we got even more shows coming up after that. Big Thunder and the Rumblefish, Carbon Leaf. They're all coming on, man. I can't wait. We're going to have free giveaways. We're going to have all This is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. It is. It is amazing. And it's all happening here on the Doc G show with none other than the Virgin Bat. But for right now, I got to shut it down cuz we're running into other people's time here on the station. It's it's us. So, yes. I have been your host, Doc G, with me, as always, the none other than the best co-pilot in the game, Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. It was great to be back. Welcome to 2019, boys. Welcome to the amazing 2019 here on the Doc G Show. And until next time, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity-doo-dah, baby.